Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality with your host, me, Aliyah Lovely. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some of the shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and new discoveries and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up about what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I am your host, Aaliyah Lovely. Um, If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe on any of your major platforms to know when the next episode comes out. But today is an interesting topic, and I didn't think I was going to have much to say about it. Maybe I won't, Um, but we're talking about coronavirus. Um, It's everywhere. It's on the news. It's on your phone. It's everything anybody's talking about. It's concerning your job plans, your possible wedding, your trip, your plane, everything. We are in a state of a global pandemic. And quite frankly, it's really scary because in our lifetime, those of us who are millennial age haven't really had to experience anything like that yet. So it's it's the unknown and it's it's challenging to kind of think about. But what I want to talk about is not so much the negative aspects of it. Um, Obviously, like fear is a major problem and panic is a major problem. And given that the way that our society works these days is everything is delivered to us by our phone, by some type of technology, by our TV and our media. So what drives sales is typically hysteria. So anything that's coming to your phone or to your newspaper, your TV or whatever, um, is selling you like you are the product. So with that, just being careful of what it is that you're consuming. Um, what is it that you're talking about? Are you sitting and making loads and loads of calls to people and talking about your fears and what if, and, are you on Facebook and are you seeing all the updates about the new deaths that have happened? Never mind all the people that have recovered um, because that doesn't get reported. There's like 70,000 people who have recovered just fine from it um, out of the however many that are affected. I believe it was 100 something thousand. Um, and so those might not be accurate numbers at the moment. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. But anyway, like there's just a lot of fear happening right now, right? And it's all anybody's talking about and it's really tough not to get inundated and right now we're practicing social distancing not going out if you don't have to um, not traveling if you don't have to as things can spin spun out of control very quickly especially on the u.s side so um it's scary you know and i'm just thinking about like all of the epidemics that came before us right um bubonic plague the black plague the Um, smallpox and Ebola and other things like that. Um, The world has survived them before. And obviously it's really scary to think about a possibility of one of your loved ones passing away, 
um, something like that. But I just want to try and find if there is a tiny sliver of hope here that perhaps the earth knows what she's doing. And as you already know, I'm not a religious person, but perhaps there is some meaning to what's happening right now. And, you know, like, I want this to be a space of hope always. I want this to be a space of debating ideas and philosophies and thoughts of what it is I'm learning or learning from other people. And obviously you can make up your own mind. But for me, I'm starting to see a trend like, okay, sports are going to be off TV. That's great. I don't like sports anyway, but (laughs) it's going to focus like people are starting to work from home. They're going to be with their family and friends and having to stay secluded or isolated within those family groups without a lot of distraction. And in some ways, that's that sounds like kind of a really nice thing. It's not ideal in the world that we live in, but it's it's calling us to slow down. And in some ways, I feel like it's Earth fighting back a little bit. The pollution has gone down dramatically as people aren't driving as much. People are starting to have to look at more sustainable ways to do their business, um, you know, not to, to dread so heavily on human or, or human power, I would say, um, not driving so much, the, the production has gone down, and the ways that we look at success in our capitalistic societies are starting to shift in the wind. You can hear it, like, as far as what is important, it's our life, our 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 connection to other humanity, humans and our humanity, us unifying, you know, us starting to look at, say, okay, let's not panic. Let's figure out how can we socially unify in a way that will benefit everybody and keep everybody safe. And that's, to me, is not a bad thing. Maybe we needed a wake-up call, you know, like, it's funny, climate change is a very real thing. And, and people you know, said, oh, this is not real or whatever. And they're the same people that are going out and buying up cases of sanitizer. And it's never, I saw something that said, it's never been about believability. It's always been about what directly affects us and what doesn't. And so on a global scale, we're all having to deal with this together and starting to really get real about what's at risk here. Lives are at risk here. And it doesn't discriminate based on race or socioeconomic value. Like you can't avoid getting it because you're at a higher status or you have a bunker to get to or something like that. Although some people might think that, but there's still a possibility. This is some unseen force we'll have no control over, absolutely no control over. And so in that way, as, as human beings, it forces us to unify because now it, it affects us all and we are all in the same boat. We can no longer look at other people on the whole on their side of the boat and say, oh, you know, it sucks for them. No, we're all in the same boat. And I don't know, just personally, it's bringing me to this place of like, all right, universe, you know what you're doing. Obviously, I don't want to get sick. I don't want my family members to get sick. I don't want anybody I love to die from something like this would be absolutely horrible. And the same way I wouldn't want anybody to die anyway from anything. Um, I would keep my family immortal if I could. Um, 
And this is part of the process. Like this is part of the process. The way that we shed things and we graduate, the earth, I think, does the same thing. And I know that what we're looking at or what we're fearful of is the morbidity of it, right? Death. That's ultimately what we're scared of. Getting sick, um, you know, like being uncomfortable, um, having that be a risk that we'll lose someone that's dear to us. Perhaps it gets us in a perspective of starting to value what's important to us. I think that now we might take the time to look and evaluate and value who is important to us, like what it is that we're doing, how much time we have left. It very much brings us, it's a grounding force to bring us to our humanity. So that's the way that I've been looking at it, or at least that's the way it's been coming to me. Um, I've had my share of conspiracy theories around it too. <laughs> but you can also see on a, a, on a structural level, like our government is scrambling, trying to put positions in play. The way that our healthcare system works is fucking ridiculous anyway. And we're having to look at, okay, there are people that will not get tested because they don't have insurance and they don't have enough money to go get what it is that they need, thus then putting everybody else at risk. Not just people who have money now have access to these things. We need people who don't have money to have access to these things. Otherwise, the pandemic continues to spread. So now everybody's on an even playing field. I was watching C-SPAN this morning um, and, and listening to where they were demanding that finally, like getting in writing that people can go get help who need help, who need screenings without having to have insurance. Um, they're like, anyway, it's putting everybody on this even playing field and having to look deeply at the way we do trade, you know, the way that we exploit our workers, um, the way that we do business, like people now, like we'll see if all those meetings could have actually just been emails, <laughs> Um, utilizing our technology to put less strain on the earth. Do we really have to go to work every day and be in the office? Can we do this from home? Um, can we spend more time with our families? Maybe schools will operate differently. Maybe, you know, remote learning is the best way for kids to learn these days. Can five-year-olds sit still for eight hours in a classroom? Is that healthy for them? You know, so in some ways, like, 2020 perhaps is is the vibrational shedding of a lot of old paradigms and way that ways that we used to do things to prepare humanity for a better structure and you know I don't care how woo woo that sounds that at least gives me some peace and makes me think about it a little bit differently um you know when I think about even on the chakra system the lungs being in the heart area and a lot of the research material that I look at talk about green ray energy and how it involves us being able to connect to other human beings in a way that is part of our purpose as souls to learn, like how to open up that part of ourselves and connect that to another human being. And so the way that this virus is affecting the lungs in particular in this chakra area is just interesting to me um, as we learn or starting to learn how to connect to one another I see that also people are, um, you know, as we saw in the news, people are becoming a lot racist, very racist behind that. Like, oh, it's people who are of Asian descent or more likely to get or whatever. And it's all bullshit. 
Um, but calling that out too. And people looking at that and saying like, okay, like we're all starting to kind of wake up to some of those old structures and paradigms that we've been used to dealing with or kind of on the slot, like on the sly, like people who have been doing it undercover, it's coming out. It's, it is literally cleaning everything out. I have an episode, I think it was 32, um, about how to like planetary consciousness. If you have a chance to listen to that episode, go listen to that episode, um, where we talk about how to, how we can save the planet through, um, through our own consciousness. But anyway, we talk about kind of the, the ideals behind the way that the structure of cleansing works. Um, if you were to walk into a room and flip on the lights and you happen to have had a roach infestation, they would all hide underneath something, couch or whatever, they would scatter. And so this process right now is like pulling the couch back and getting rid of what shouldn't be there. And so I believe that this is part of that process. So back to fear. Um, fear is also a very low vibrational energy. Fear, panic, scarcity, mindset, all of that. Um, so you putting yourself in a state of panic by, even if it's not a state of panic, but just a state of anxiety. Like if you're watching the news constantly, that is lower your, lowering your vibration. Um, if you're affected by the news, if you're affected by bad news, if you're affected by bad images, if you're affected by bad numbers, I'm not saying be an idiot to what's going on, but don't inundate yourself with that. If you need to get off your Instagram so you can stop hearing about it, if you need to get off your Facebook, if you need to turn off alerts of the news coming to your phone or turn off the TV, then by all means do so. So you can have some of your sanity back. So you can feel like you live in a normal world again, because as this continues to spin or grow or whatever it's going to do to run its course, it will dramatically change the, I believe your outlook on it. If you're not being inundated with the constant, whatever. So even today I, I saw a bunch of people post stuff like go to the grocery store, go pick up this, go get this, go get two to four weeks of food. Everybody who's been, who's been like a prepper, they're like, see, we were ready. We already have this or whatever. And a lot of people who are not ready are, are freaking out. And at this moment, I'm not freaking out, but also, I'm also super grateful that I have the financial ability to be able to go to the store and get what I need to get if I needed to get it, which I probably should go get some stuff. But, um, there are people that don't have that, uh, that, that affordability. And for those of us who are going out and panicking and hoarding everything that we can and not leaving that for like, think about the elderly people who can't go to the store. Um, there are other things that are available to us that aren't available to other people. And our own panic is not going to help that. Our own panic is not going to, I believe, help unify us in situations. We need to be really super grateful. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of the top, you know, 2% of the people in the world who have access right now to be able to get what they need to get in the state of crisis. So for you, it's probably not that bad. And, um, I don't know who's listening. So maybe there are people who are listening who are in much, much dire situations and I'm sending you love. I'm sending you what, what I can. So anyway, so that's just like what I wanted to say, like the fear aspect of it, like, you know what, what's going to happen is going to happen. Like I'm, I'm that I'm just in a state of like, we cannot control what's going to happen. So why worry about it? Like, you know, 
worrying about it is not going to keep you from getting the virus. Worrying about it is not going to keep people safe. Um, the calm person is the one that you want to be around when you're in a state of emergency. Um, but also looking at this time, like what can we be grateful for about what's happening right now? Um, there's a lot of inconveniences that may be happening, but I do see that there's some rest that's being required. People having to stay at home, um, getting to get out of their routine, spending more time with their kids, um, spending more time with themselves. It's, it's not ideal because it's not how we've been used to running things for a long time, but perhaps this is an opportunity to change the way that things have been running. Maybe things haven't been running very well for a long time. And this is kind of the wake up call that unifies us all because it's not dealing with, or sorry, I should say it's not picking and choosing who it affects. It affects everyone. And in that way, we're getting even closer to our humanity. Maybe that's the lesson. I don't know. And some people will listen to this and say, there's absolutely no spiritual reason behind this. And then there's some people, I got sent something the other day that says Corona means uh, in Latin crown. And we talk about crowning as like a rebirth like process. And that a virus, you know, in computer speak is uh, a type of data that goes in and destroys a particular part of the software computer. Um, and it copies and pastes itself onto the next one, onto the next one, onto the next one. So in this way, perhaps on the very, very spiritual end of things, we are deleting an old paradigm or old way of thinking, or perhaps it's a, a means to wake everybody up quickly, like real fucking fast. For those of us who've been awake, quote unquote, trendy awake uh, for a while, we can see this like, or we can at least make inferences that like, okay, maybe that's what's happening here. This is waking the shit up out of everybody and saying like, okay, there are certain things that we don't see that don't work here anymore. Maybe we need to get real with ourselves. Maybe we need to get real with our souls. You know, like it's not on that level where it's that bad right now for a lot of people. But I was watching my friend Hillary, her stories and like Italy's been shut down. Like she's on the streets in Milan, like um, having to go get cat food in the middle of the night so she doesn't get a ticket. Um, But the streets are completely ghost town in a busy part of Italy. So in that way, it's like, wow, this is this is really hitting home. Things are getting what most people would say crazy. Um, And it's something we've never experienced before. But. In older generations, they've experienced much crazier, much, much worse epidemics. Um, didn't have the technology that we have today. Didn't have the way to connect to other people. Didn't have access to news. Um, the news is just being abusive at this point. Like some people didn't even know or know how to prepare when something would come to them. We have access to all that now. So we're like a thousand times better off. And... I would say the only disadvantage is that we have almost too much information where we are in the information age, but we utilize that information as a means to, to scare us and worry and bring down our vibration and take away our quality of life. And so I think that's what, like, that's the disadvantage, but we have so many advantages above, above and beyond all the other epidemics that have ever hit all the other wars and holocausts and all kinds of really horrible things that have cleaned out a large part of humanity. And we have 
we have so many advantages in this day and age that I think we need to be grateful. Like we need to be, it's okay to be scared, but there, I can at least try to approach it from a sense of gratitude. And as you guys can probably hear my voice, I'm stuttering a little bit because I'm trying to find the right words to say when, when people are scared, you know, like I don't want to, I definitely don't want to invalidate your fear or your anxiety around what it is that you're feeling. That's for one, for sure. But two, like, I also don't want to come off super lackadaisical because I kind of feel that way. I kind of feel like, yeah, whatever. All right. It's going to be fine. I haven't gone grocery shopping. I haven't done my due diligence. I haven't gone to take money out of the ATM or done any prep because in some weird way, I just feel like everything's going to be fine. And I don't know why. And if nothing else, maybe I can give you my calm that I just feel like everything's going to be fine. And even when things aren't quote unquote fine, I, I feel like they're in any state, anxiety and panic never helps. So it's out of my control. And I believe that, I believe that there is a higher power and for myself, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Um, obviously that doesn't apply to my loved ones the way that I think about them. I'm like, no, heck no. I would much rather be the one, not them. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry. I just wanted this to be like a safe place for you to just exhale. Look at what is it is that you're consuming. If you're feeling scared, um, give yourself a break, give yourself some time. Like, I think that this is also very mentally taxing on people, mental, mental health, even, um, for people who are already highly anxious or super sensitive, you know, like to have doom and gloom at their door every five minutes is like really, really fucking stressful. So please take care of yourself, like do what's necessary to allow yourself to feel in a sense of calm because stress is an immunosuppressor. Like you being stressed out and freaking out and worried and going to this store and that store and, you know, calling your Uncle Becky Sue, whoever, and trying to get the latest details is only going to make you more stressed. So whatever you need to do, maybe that's journal or maybe it's Netflix, maybe that's Netflix and chill. (laughs) Maybe, you know, like whatever that looks like for you, whatever feels good for you to be able to relax. If you have the ability to do so, take it. Give yourself a chance to get into a good space, get into a good headspace about what's happening in our world and look at it from a perspective of like, we're all in the same boat. We're all here together. We all are susceptible to it. No one is higher or a value than or less a value Um, nobody's more susceptible or less susceptible to catching it. Like we are all in the same boat and I feel like it's making us really understand what it means to be human. At least that's how I'm looking at it. Like we are all humans here on this earth, having this experience together. And we have all these contracts about what it is that we're here to do and learn and be. And I don't know. Somehow, like, I just feel the sense of calm, like, maybe this is the wake-up call. This is all of our light workers coming in and, um, you know, I don't know, our, our spiritual teams and everybody being like, all right, here we go. We're just going to do a little, little programming here and there and <laughs> help everybody become better at being human and being kinder to each other, more loving towards each other, more unified 
and making this a better world for everyone. I think that's possible. I hope that's possible. If through this tragedy, if you will, of this emergency that we're having, we're able to come together stronger and better and make a place where everybody can live and we're more equal and we look at each other like brothers and sisters and not like you're you're not like me or you're a foreigner or you're you're this or you're poor. I don't know. Maybe this is going to open our hearts to a new chapter, a new way of thinking, a new millennial. Millennium. <laughs> not millennial. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's where my head is at. Um, I think like the most, the thing that I, I dislike about it the most is like now I can't travel and <laughs> I really want to travel. That's selfish. I know. Um, especially with these like $27 flights to Hawaii. I'm like, ah, oh, God damn, I could have capitalized on that. But, um, it's, I mean, it's the inconvenience of that. I want to be able to go somewhere and I feel trapped <laughs> currently. Um, and I don't have a husband or family or anything like that. So like, it's a bit more isolating in a way. Um, but you know, I have my online family. Hi guys. Um, so yeah, so there are disadvantages to, you know, staying in and not being able to go out and do stuff, especially if you're an extrovert, my God, stir crazy. Um, but like just if you, if you can put yourself in a, in a, in a, a good perspective, it's all a matter of perspective. I think about how Jewish people had to hide in people's basements for months, you know, to stay alive. Like we're not in that situation. So trying to be grateful at the minor inconveniences that we're experiencing at the moment, trying to stay safe, not buying a thousand bottles of sanitizer. Stop doing that. Um, stop buying up all the toilet paper and hoarding it for yourself. Like this is, this is a collective effort for us to support everyone and support each other. And it doesn't work if you guys are out there doing that shit. I'm speaking to you. <laughs> um, it, it affects the, how the stores operate and what they're able to get resource wise. And they're already low staffed because of what's going on. So it's not cool. Um, so that's my soapbox. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's, that's where my head is at. I don't know if that's gives you offer you perspective or not. Um, I don't know if any of these messages were channeled or not. If I'm just like in my human head and human brain and, sure that spirit will show up but I've been it's been bubbling for me for a while that fear is kind of the biggest thing that even if it just helps you to listen to my voice because that's all I can offer you right now and say that it's going to be okay it's going to be okay it's going to be okay like especially for those of us who are in in areas that are not super locked down like, just take a deep breath, despite what everything is on the news. Like, obviously believe the scientists, but do not freak out. Even if you're in a space that's super locked down, freaking out does not help. So, I just want to offer you that. Your angels... The dogs are here. <laughs> um, your angels and guides are with you. And I think that they're going to end my podcast here. <laughs> um... It's weird. I said, when I said angels, that's when they start breaking. Um, but yeah, call on them. If you're having some trouble and feeling like emotionally or spiritually, like out of place, like call on them. They're there. They're waiting. They're ready. At least that's my belief. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say. This is a very casual podcast today. 
as my Thursday, Friday podcasts are, as you guys are probably seeing this kind of a format on Monday slash Tuesday <laughs> is when I do the interview with a very formal podcast. And then Thursday slash Friday is when I try to give you like a personal message from myself, but it's going to be okay guys. And if you're having, if you are scared, it's okay to be scared, but get yourself in a place where you can allow yourself to calm down and write down your stressors, write down what your fears are, write down what it is that's bothering you so you can get it out of your body and then do a meditation, sit down with your guides, pray to your God, whatever it is to ask for protection, ask for protection over your, your family, your own health, over those around you. The more of us that kind of unify in that space to say, let's, let's ask for protection for those of us and keep us healthy. Like I believe that when two or more gather in his name, that's what it says in the Bible, um, they, he shall be here, something like that. Um, so those of you laughing about my, my quoting of the Bible, it's great. Um, but I believe that like it's stronger when there are more of us that are in a space of belief and, and a, a, a common intention. So let's, let's meditate on safety and protection and love and unification and gratitude for this time that we are going to regenerate what the earth has to offer and that's all I got anyway I hope that you are having a stress-free day as much as you can during this time and holler at me if you're not (laughs) um let's chat on Instagram about what you're going through or what you're feeling or send me a meme actually that'd be better uh send me a funny meme (laughs) about what's going on and i'll repost it anyway i hope you guys are having a good day and i will see you in the next episode bye interested in becoming a client for energy coaching find me at www.com thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.